Welcome to the E&S Wolves podcast with your host, Nathan Judah, and Wolves correspondent, Tim Spears. Well, hello everybody. Welcome to the 101st, easy for me to say, episode of the E&S Wolves podcast. I'm your host, Nathan Judah. I am here with Mr. Timothy Spears, Wolverhampton Wanderers reporter. Tim, how the devil are you? I can't believe it's been a week until that infamous night. It has been a week, hasn't it? It's been it? a week since that infamous night. Wow. A week that's gone by in a haze of well, it's late gone, nights. It's gone back. It's gone matches. slowly. <laughs> yeah. It went all right, didn't it? I, I had a whale of a time. Do you? Did I you? thoroughly enjoyed do you remember, the Do you remember night. it? Don't you dare. <laughs> and I mean dare. Have a go at me saying, do you remember it? You were, you were game over at 9.15. 20 minutes to go before the podcast finished, you were gone. So I don't know how I carried you through the last 15 to 20 minutes, but I saw your eyes going, your head was going from side to side. You weren't really listening to people's questions. We were reading Abuse of the Week Live. You repeated one of the phrases. It, it, was, it was a... Yeah, I was going to swear then, but obviously that's finished now. But yeah, it was, it was interesting to say the least. But the peeps stood by it. They were with it. And and I'd like to say thank you, but I also want to say that I'm sorry. Not, I'm, not, I'm not a big <laughs> sorry. I'm sorry for my actions at one one a.m. to three a.m. because it was because of them buying us Jaeger bombs after the show. I, I've never never done anything like that before, obviously. No, but I never envisaged that the first time I was on stage doing some kind of show, yeah, that I'd be pretty drunk by the end of it <laughs> but, in front of a paying audience of two hundred seventy. No, we, I, I, you know, we, we were still with it. We were, we were, um, but we'd had we'd been drinking steadily throughout the evening, haven't we? Yeah, for people um, who weren't at, at the uh, at the live podcast, Tim Tim walked on with his walk on song was Red Red Wine uh, and. By heck, did he get his money's worth of that on the night? I mean, you were drinking from... <laughs> and you. From... Do you know, once once stage during the first half, I wanted to top up my glass. Uh, but you would kept the bottle on your side <laughs> of the thing, yeah. so I couldn't get over to it. And by the, by the end, I, I mean, the amount of people that come up to me saying they've never seen you like that afterwards. Well, yeah, I wasn't I wasn't in an amazing state. Um, what, I, what I knew you were going to be game over because halfway through the second half and my pint of water was finished off because I was trying to at least have a little bit of water, a little bit of fluid with my red wine. And I looked over at yours and it was still brimming to the top. There was zero was water I drunk. I don't and remember I looked, that. I was going to take a sip of it. I'm like, oh, Tim must be on the water as well. And I was like, no, it wasn't even touched. <laughs> I had to be done. I had to, be to, to settle the nerves. I mean, we had a, had a Jager beforehand. We did. And a bit of wine just to, just to set. Because obviously there were some nerves knocking around. Yeah. But I think overall... Blown away by um, by a the amount of people that came and b the reaction from yeah. everybody. So um, really appreciate everybody's kind words. It, it was it was a superb night. I um, thoroughly enjoyed it. Um, obviously we put the the PG version online the next day. Yeah, which took which took far, literally no word of a lie. Took Luke Hatfield five hours to put the bleeps into that podcast. I said, I said to him at the start, he was like. You know, Luke, Luke's um, Luke's super absolute trooper, trooper, super trooper, and uh, he said, "Ah, oh, before how many how many swears do you think there'll be?" I'm like, "Mate, I can't say how many there's going to be, but I'm going to say probably like ten max." Yeah, five, <laughs> w said five mate. five hours late to start at eight a.m. Finished it about about one in the afternoon, two in the afternoon, um, and, we and, were, and that was just us talking about Solomon Rondon. Oh. 
Don't, don't people. I'm so glad back. he didn't score on Sunday. Oh my god. Um, but no, I mean, obviously, we'll put it online the next day, the PG version. Obviously, it doesn't listen back as well as, as as what you were there at the event. But we wanted to give people a bit of a taster who weren't there um, as to as to what went on, and you know, it was, yeah. it was a fun evening. It was much better in person. Of course, it was. Yeah. yeah. So next time, if there is a next time, we're Which not, we're there not will sacked. Be. No P45s yet. Not yet. Uh, but we did have a we did have a a, a meeting a, a quick meeting the other day and maybe looking at one in the future so maybe we'll we'll, we'll do one well you promised everyone on the night that we're going to do four next well, year I so. no <laughs> recollection of that <laughs> brilliant uh, the mugs went down a storm Tim the abuse of the week mugs abuse of the week mugs yeah uh, and by popular demand well as in not by popular demand because we didn't sell enough uh, they're going to be on sale uh, at Waterstones on Saturday I'm doing a little signing session people can buy the book you are let me know um, whereabouts where pre, when time pre Bournemouth obviously from ten a.m. onwards at Waterstones in town for about mm. two three hours I should be there and you can buy Abuse of the Week mugs there if you missed out and you can also give you give you abuse in person as well if you want to please don't I've had enough of that for one year yeah that was there was some, there was some what was your highlight what was your highlight of, of, of the podcast event would you say uh, I thought you might ask me this um, so I've written down a couple oh okay uh, one which I completely forgot about until two days later go on because uh, well that doesn't that doesn't surprise me in no, the no, least no 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 not for that reason okay. but right at the end um, when we kind of took the the warm applause gratefully of the crowd mm. um, and the Jim Spears flag was unveiled yes. at the front yes totally unexpected didn't see it until the last minute didn't we came back on stage all. to give them a shout out and then yeah they un- unfurled the flag mm. right at the end which is brilliant mm. um, Luke Hatfield's abuse oh. was outstanding so we did Abuse of the Week live got people to, to tweet us their best and funniest abuse. And Luke Hatfield, who was looking sharp... He was looking sharp uh, ...on the evening, uh, was kind of working the crowd uh, with the microphone and helping us out and doing a great job. And somebody's... Uh, Judah, Judah spotted the abuse that, that uh, Luke had been given. Mr Joe Bromley, I think, was the man. Was it, was it Joe, was it? Yes. And uh, got Luke over to the side of the stage and read it out. And it, the clean version was, <laughs> Luke looks like, what would happen if uh, River Island and Next made love? <laughs> top shot, top shot. Oh, was that who it was? Top same shot. same thing, innit? Um, so that was another highlight. It had to be there, I think. But it was, it was, it was a great moment. It was a funny moment. We could have finished on that, to be fair. Yes, could have finished on that, but we carried on. Mm. Um, <laughs> the other, the other highlight I had, Go on. Uh, which you might not remember, uh, and we haven't discussed since. Uh, so we went out to Pop World, <sighs> which I think is the only place open in town, which is why we ended up there. What? What? I tell you, what? What was? It? No, we went somewhere before. Where did we go before? Yeah, and first time I've been in there. It looked all right. The Hog's Head. The Hog's Head. Went to the Hog's Head. My debut in the Hog's Head. Uh, that was good. I enjoyed that, the Hog's Head. Yeah, we went to some sort of garden at the back. Yeah, yes. No, they've got a really nice outdoor area there. That was good. And then, yeah, on we went to Pop World mm. until it closed. And Road party. Anyone who's, anyone who's been to Pop World before will know, but bloody hell, it is. Wow. It's, <laughs> it's not Judas scene. Wow. Well. And it's, I mean, it's cheesy music. It's fishbowl cocktails. They wouldn't. Even, well, I went to go and get you a drink, and they. I gave them a fifty, and they looked at me like it was some <laughs> kind of like <laughs> monopoly money. Anyway, you may or may not remember this, but when we left Pop World, yeah. and it was quite interesting because we had all our bags of equipment with us. <laughs> um, carry the laptop, carry my laptop into Pop World. We had two bags each with loads of equipment, uh, change of clothes, and everything. Um, but they, somehow they let us into Pop World. When we left at three in the morning, you'd booked a cab. Mm, I don't remember we, this. We got outside and you were just waiting for your cab. Yeah. And then uh, I was um, I was going to get some food and then get a cab home separately because mm. we don't live together. Contrary to popular belief, we, eh? are, we are not Bert and Ernie. Anyway, there was um, there was a bit of a kerfuffle 
uh, outside, and there was two rather nasty-looking gangs, oh. serious-looking gangs of people who were starting to starting to kick off in a very serious way. And I was like, this. like we've got to get out of here. To be honest, it was not it was not nice. It was not, not savoury. There was about 15, 20, 20 lads going at it, and it was it was about to really kick off. I was like, I forgot about this. we need to get out of the way here. Judah, <laughs> fueled uh, by by far too many beers that for him to handle. Blue plus, wickets, plus Jaeger bombs, plus whatever. Um, started to egg these lads on. <laughs> I distinctly remember you go, go on, go on, lads, but not not from a distance. He was getting closer. Well, I'm I'm used to front row seats in the theatre. <laughs> mate. Be oh, careful. Yeah. You could have taken a beat in that. No, night. I'd have taken I'd have taken them all down, mate. You know <laughs> no, what I mean? These were like I'm not being funny. These are like seriously not nice guys. Um but yeah, I couldn't I couldn't believe you. Yeah, yeah, unbelievable, yeah. Oh you meet me me scrapping Wolverhampton, that had that had gone well, wouldn't it? Monday, Monday morning. Oh dear. I do remember one bit in the uh, in in Pop World actually. Well, uh, well, uh, well. People people on Twitter remember more than us because you put two bloody videos online well, of us singing and dancing. I didn't remember that. Deary me. Yeah, it wasn't great to be fair. Um, so there was. A, I don't know if you remember. There was. A, there was. So me and Tim, you know, probably two of the more elder statesmen, I would say, in Pop World at this at this moment in time. Maybe one one fifteen a.m. on a on a Thursday night in Pop World. And uh, well, you're not happy with that, are you? Not an elder statesman. No, no, you bang on, you bang on. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so there was it. There was this. There was everyone was having a lovely time. There was there was a young lady there. <laughs> it wasn't a ballroom dance, <laughs> granddad. There was a, there was a young lady there, and there was there was this kid, and he would not. Li- and we sat in the bar, and I'm like, I feel so sorry for this young girl. She was getting pestered by this guy nonstop. And we just kept on watching, going, oh. It's basically, it was basically like 21 stone Nate when I talked to a bird back in the day. He just had no chance. She was so bored. And I was just like, I felt really sorry for she wanted to enjoy a night with her friends. So, you know, waited and waited and waited. And then he went to the toilet. I was like, do, do you do the knight in shining armor thing? And said, are you okay? Do you want, you know, do you want us to try and get him away from you? Because she wants to enjoy a night with her friends, right? Okay, so maybe give her an out or something like that. So we said to her, you know, do, do, you, do you want us to kind of like, you know, get the guy away from you? Is he hassling you? Of which she said... He's my brother and my best friend, and I love him to pieces. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, okay, sorry, orcs. <laughs> Last time I ever tried to help someone out in Pop World, I, I can safely say I'll never, ever go to Pop World again in my life. Well, yeah, it was definitely not on a Thursday night, mate, because you were struggling on Friday. Oh. I mean, green gills. I can't were. believe we got through Compton security, to be honest. <laughs> Rethalizer test would have failed miserably. Yeah, it wasn't I was great. Struggling. You were struggling. You were worse than after the the uh, promotion party. Yeah. W- oh yeah, I was. Yeah. Oh, that was bad as well. No, I wasn't as bad as that. I wasn't as bad as that. Well, we got through it. Um, abuse of the week mugs. Got to have a shout out to to, Ooh, to yeah, a careful, special careful lady. Say, though, especially, say. I think it's okay. I think it's okay. We've well, just say they okay. just say they travelled a while, right? Yeah. So there, there was a young lady. Um, I don't know if she was young, but we'll say young. We'll say young rather than old. Young lady who travelled all the way from Northampton to the podcast event without a ticket, we found out, um, to pick up two of these Abuse of the Week mugs, especially, only to drive back home because she didn't have a ticket. Now, unbeknownst to us that she'd already left the building, as we'd have quite happily got her to sit, sit at the back, and uh, or sit at the front even, but that is that's a round of applause to go all that way to get two mugs. That's exceptional. exceptional. Especially when we've still got 97 left to sell. <laughs> oh dear. Oh dear, but no, uh, thank you everyone who came and we, we will announce 
um, potentially another podcast in due course. I'm so sure we will. But yeah, I, I would also say it was just it was great to meet some really nice people it who was afterwards. who we hear from in. Um, Digital format every week, but obviously mm-hmm. never meet. Um, Scrivro was a particular highlight for oh, me. Oh, legend, legend. Sat on the front row, we had a good yeah. chat afterwards. What a bloody lovely guy mm. he is, and many more of you that I've never met before and would love to meet again because he had some really nice people. There were some there were some lovely people. It was it was it was it was a fantastic night. And thank you, you guys you guys made it very, very special. Yeah, we'd love to we'd love to have met you all really, but um at that stage I was drinking direct from the bottle of wine. <laughs> uh and I, I don't remember meeting everybody to be honest. But hey, come on, you gotta gotta let yourself go and enjoy yourself, right? You do and, and from our from our point of view it was nice to do it in a relaxed atmosphere with people and, you know, just kind yeah. of be ourselves. And, and, and obviously, people who were there at the event saw us in a different light than we would normally be in a in an inverted commas professional environment. Well, it was very unprofessional. Was very I, I'd like to stress, I'm not like that normally. Please. <laughs> <I laughs> needed, to, needed to, you know, unwind, have a couple of drinks, very yeah. nervous. Yeah. Uh, and you just got a bit out of hand afterwards. But so, very sorry about that. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, and it was great that it was on the back of a, of a 2 1 win against Chelsea. Yep. And then they went to Newcastle. We yep. previewed that game, Timothy. Yep. Hoping for three points. It yep. was not a classic by any means, but goodness me, all that matters are three points. It's uh, Newcastle United 1, Wolverhampton Wanderers 2. We'll start. We, we've talked. Again, on the Facebook Live about it. We're not going to go over it too much. However, we'll do our normal three up, three down. First one up, Timothy, is Mr. Matt Doherty. Yes. And he didn't have the best of games, really. Um, like Wolves in general, not um, not necessarily at their best. I thought I thought they got away with it, really, as far as um, poor team selection for me. I thought we got a couple wrong. But equally, he got his substitutions right. Off the Guys off the bench did very well. Um, and they kind of... Ground it out really. Um, Counter attacking was the was their best route to goal. I thought they looked really good on the break, and Doherty could have scored earlier uh, with a shot as well saved. And then yeah, popping up in the last minute, it just shows the engine of the guy. Yeah. Uh, I think it's three goals for the season, maybe three assists as well. Uh, it's just a fabulous return. And the, 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 these are these are the goals that are, are making massive differences to game. You look at his goal against Crystal Palace, his goal against Newcastle. These are taking you know converting draws into wins, which is massive. It's massive. It is massive. It's huge. And it's put, puts them in a great position on the table and everything's hunky-dory and looking up again. I mean, we'd have all taken four points from Chelsea and Newcastle. They got six. They got season back on track. And yeah, Doherty, he's just so consistent week after week. Yeah, excellent news. Right, number two, uh, Morgan gives white now. Obviously, superb against Chelsea. Bit of a shocker, potentially, to see him to see him on the bench on Saturday. I was a little bit surprised. I understand. Or Sunday, sorry. Um, I thought there was enough time for him to recover, but he was on the bench and he made an impact straight away when he came on. I don't think it was about recovery. I think it was more to do with the fact that they changed the formation and having having seen the formation that they changed to, it was no surprise for him not to be included in that because I think he doesn't trust him yet as um, as a central midfielder in a three four three, and I'm not sure he's naturally suited to being one of the forwards either in a three four three. But it was very harsh on him um, after the his stellar contribution against Chelsea. But he, he just keeps doing it. I haven't. He's contributed something in every single game that he's played in since that Spurs game, which seems like a long time ago now. But either off the bench or starting against Chelsea, he's he's making a big contribution, a positive contribution, more of a contribution than some of his more illustrious colleagues and senior, more experienced colleagues and better paid colleagues. I've got to say, he's worthy of a place in the team for me. I think they've got to find a place for him. He's playing so well. He's so full of confidence. Mm. Epitomised by that that dummy. Um, I'm not talking about you. The um, <laughs> for the Doherty chance, we saw it against Chelsea when he was taking a couple of players on for fun. You know, real kind of show-stopping stuff. 
Got to get him in the team. Mm-hmm. Um, and we'll, we'll talk about that team against Bournemouth. Because he's making more, course. making more of a contribution than, than many of his teammates at the moment. Couldn't agree, he's couldn't got, agree more. He's got to play. And, and one of the biggest success stories um, of recent weeks, Diogo Jota has, has returned to something like the form uh, and the confidence we saw him last season. Yeah, and benefited from a, a spell out of the team, I think. And he's he's come back in and, and he's flying. He looks like the Jota that we that we know and love from the first half of last season. A goal uh, against Chelsea, a goal against Newcastle, set up the winner against Newcastle uh, with a, a fantastic run from from deep. You know, in the 94th minute, we talk about Doherty's engine, well, J- you know, Jota as well. So he looks full of confidence and he can be a massive, massive player for Wolves in the coming months. He really can. Because we, we've been waiting for one of these forwards to step up and take the mantle as to someone who can consistently produce end product, goals and assists. Nobody else has managed to do that. Jota was given his chance at the start of the season, didn't take it, but now he looks like a different player. This team is is defined by its confidence at the moment, which is a bit worrying for me because when, when they lose that confidence, you worry what will happen to them. But we've seen it... We've seen it during the run of five defeats and six. The confidence went. We're seeing it during matches. You know, mm. Newcastle scored and the confidence just drained out of them, and they became a completely different team. So that is that is a worry for me. But at the moment, confidence is high. Jota and the team, and long may it continue. Now I wouldn't three down. Now I wouldn't have uh, said this about this guy after the first five or ten minutes of this of the game. However, Helder Costa. Yeah. Uh, finally got his assist finally 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 been waiting all season a beautifully floated cross but thereafter I mean he just kept giving the ball away and, and running down blind alleys and no contribution whatsoever and um, he's gone downhill since that Arsenal game when he was almost unplayable at times he was superb at Arsenal and since then since that international break after that game um, he's, he's done very very little of note poor against Huddersfield and Cardiff off the bench against Chelsea and then yeah reward well Got back into the team at Newcastle and just didn't. Despite the fact he's finally come up with an assist, he just he didn't do enough for me. Um, I don't know what's wrong with him. Right, um, we started twice in the last three games, played up front again. I don't think it's working, Tim. Eighteen million pound record signing, Adama Traore. I feel a bit sorry for him because he, he's been shunted up front, and the three games he started, you know, Brighton away, that was a difficult one. He was double marked. Wolves lost that day, and then he's um, started up front at Cardiff away, central role. Soon moved over to the right flank, but Wolves were playing long balls that night. They weren't doing it that well. Cardiff got wise to the tactic. And then, yeah, started a front against Newcastle. Started very well, yeah, as you say. First 20 minutes was brilliant. A couple of real magic moments. But after that, the ball just kept bouncing off him. He was he was being asked to hold it up with his back to goal. That's not his game. No. That's not his game. And he was bouncing so, off him at times. He was constantly bouncing off him. Um, he wasn't finding his teammates and he was deservedly taken off. But but I feel sorry for him. This isn't, this isn't his position. This isn't his role. He's got to play from from deep on the flanks and 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 attacking his attacking his fullbacks, but that's not really the, the way that Wolves play. Again, I've said it again and again. It's a strange signing, but they've got to figure out how to get the best out of this guy because he's got something unique that a lot of Premier League teams haven't. And at the moment, his talents have been wasted at Wolves. They are. There's rumours that Middlesbrough will be will be pursuing um, to try and get him back on loan in January. I mean, that's. Not going to happen, is it? I mean, they're, they're, not going to, they're not going to admit defeat in, in 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 this signing, are they? Straight away, I'd be astonished because he's yes, they're trying to work out how to get the best out of him. But he started two of the last three games. He's coming off the bench in every single game, if not if he's not starting. So they can't afford for him not to be in the squad. They've got a small squad. Mm. They've got one injury, and and the and you know there's Bonatini on the bench as a kind of a token gesture at the moment. So. 
They've got a small squad. They, they can't afford to, to lose him. So unless they've got a replacement lined up already, I'll be very surprised. Right, and the last one down, and uh, lots of questions about about this fella, uh, the, the the newly tattooed Mr. Ruben Neves. Um, not himself, Tim. He, he is not himself, and um, he needs to needs to get himself sorted out pretty quickly. Really, he just needs to find his role in this in this team alongside Matinho. It's not quite working out. Against Sace, we know that partnership works well, but Neves was just a bit off-colour uh, on Sunday. Again, kept giving the ball away, and then too often he was trying the safe option. I think, he's, I think his confidence is gone. He's not he's not pinging those passes. He's not, he's not trying those inventive through balls that he was last season, which I think is down to a lack of confidence. Again, you know that, that word again, confidence. But they've got to work out to get the best out of this guy because he, he's, in theory, he's the best player in the squad. But he's not showing it. Uh, I would take him out of the team, personally. I would see what's happened to Jota and try and replicate that. Um, they've got Matinho and Sace. They're more than capable of doing a very good job. I think Wolves are showing that they can cope without Neves. And um, I would take him out of the team for Sunday. Give you would? Him, really? Give, give him a rest, yeah. Totally. So what, Moutinho and, and I think I, th- I think he needs to kick, kick up the arse, to be honest. I mean, mm-hmm. he was suspended suspended recently, wasn't he? Um, was he suspended recently? No, he's, he's on four now, isn't he? No, he was suspended, wasn't he? Oh, so he has missed, yeah, he has missed a game, hasn't he? Missed the... Mr. Chelsea, Chelsea game. game, yeah. Um, so, but uh, you know that, that he's got to be careful. He doesn't go to eight though, pretty quickly. Well, yeah, no, he has, yeah. But by the by, I, 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 I think he needs to be taken out of the team for his own good and for the for the sake of the team. Personally, I think Sace is coming in done very, very well. Mm-hmm. He's got an underrated role. He was underrated last year by many, including myself, to be honest. But I think I think we've shown the protection and the steel that he can offer the back four. It's a it's a crucial role. Uh, he didn't give the ball away once against Chelsea, which is unbelievable against a team of that quality. I think 32 passes all completed. Does the dirty work. He's got to stay in the team for me and that means leaving one of Moutinho and, and Neves out. I advocated leaving Moutinho out at Newcastle, which he did. I thought he came on and looked very bright and breezy. It brought some energy to the team, some positivity. So I rested him some good. I thought he did Jimenez some good as well. So, But for the next game, personally I'd have Moutinho and Sace with Gibbs Whitehead. We'll do, we'll do team selection later, but that's what I'd do. Uh, Ruben, Ruben Neves um, spotted and uh, one, of our, one of my friends met him at uh, McDonald's at 11.30pm uh, on, on Sunday night in Wolverhampton. Did they? Were yes, you... yes. he signed a McDonald's napkin for him. Got back quicker than, than we did. Oh, goodness me. Yeah, that was a, that was a late night, wasn't it? A late night, but helped by a last-minute winner. Absolutely, very much so. Right, um, first of all, Tim, before we move on, how, what's the IKEA situation going on at your house? What's the latest with IKEA? What what hasn't arrived? What has arrived? Why are you asking me that? Just indulge me. You you because you want to build on to something. In, indulge me, please. <laughs> you want to set you up. Uh, <laughs> like like I did to you at Pop World. What's the, <laughs> what's the latest? Yeah, what's the latest? Uh, still waiting for, for. But you Twitter blasted them, right? Yeah, some some cabinet that went wrong. It's got a stain on it, so we're waiting for a replacement. What kind of stain? Uh, it, looks, it looks like it's bruised. Like it's already been used. Oh, really? Yes. Are you going to move away from them? I don't really know where else to go. I, I tell you, I tell you who you who you should have started with. Here we go then. You should have started with our, our new sponsor, Wolverhampton Building Supplies. Oh, nice, Tim. nice. That, 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 that's who you should have started with. I tell you why, Tim. No job is too small. They'll even fix that shaky bed frame of yours. <laughs> it's taking a hammer in. <laughs> <laughs> Quiet! Hi! Hi! Oh dear. From fitting an outside tap to building a complete house, they can provide all the materials you need at the best local cost. 
none of this upsell rubbish. These guys genuinely offer the best rates around, Tim. Do they? They, they really do. They really do. Good to know. Uh, Wolverhampton Building Supplies, your one-stop shop um, for all your building requirements. And, and Tim... Obviously, um, my drive, it think, things are getting cold. We're starting to freeze over. It was cold this morning. It was freezing. cold. It was freezing. Lots of slippery sliding banter going yeah, on. You, shriveled, you shriveled up massively. Absolutely. Acorn-esque. Um, Rock Salt is now £3.95 in stock and ready to deliver at short notice when the big freeze sets in. So I'll take that. It's a bargain. Get these boys dialed. Right. Okay. Um, we talk about adapting. You know, you, you adapting to, uh, in the cold. Let's talk about adapting in a formation. Um, because they have changed it around recently, Tim. Um, you wrote a comment piece today taking back your criticism, potentially of Nuno-ish. Ish. But, you know, he's changing. Uh, we, we had the first eight or nine games with exactly the same team. Now he's changing it week in, week out. He's changing the formation as well. Is it working? Does he deserve credit? Mrs. just sent me a hilarious message. Oh, she's a picture been, message. She's been at the gym gym this week. Well, it's nice that one of you goes. <laughs> she, she says she's walking like she's... Wow. Crapped myself. Oh, like, okay. Say, can't we? Oh, dear. Uh, Is that before or after the gym? In fact, she did take a picture of me asleep the other day. Oh, I don't <laughs> need to see that. Goodness me. Is that going to go on the um, on the Insta, Insta account? <laughs> oh, funny. Right. Uh, did, you, did you post some pictures from our, our podcast on the Insta, on Insta account? I don't know. Well, we, we run it jointly, so don't you know? <laughs> yeah, we did. I saw them the other day. They were great. <laughs> yeah, I did, yeah. Okay. Question: Adaptability. Yes. Yeah. I, yeah. I, yeah. I take that tweet back. Actually, uh, I put a tweet. <laughs> put a tweet out saying um, I criticised Nuno a few weeks ago. I know for for not being adaptable. Mm. I take that back. But I don't take it back because the criticism was justified at the time. But Nuno sees that you took it back. So that's a nice, nice thing. When you come to answer a question, he's not going to. You know, he's not going to listen to the podcast, right. is he? Yeah. Right. Um, but he what? No, he he deserved criticism because he was playing the same formation week after week, the same tactics. But I would say. Is he's shown himself to be adaptable the last three games. I include Cardiff in that because they went rugged at Cardiff. They were long balls. It was it was ugly to watch. They tried a different approach. Tried to out out Cardiff Cardiff basically. Mm. Didn't work that day, but you know gave it a go. And then obviously we saw against Chelsea. You know as we discussed in last week's live podcast, the long throws, the new, the slightly tweaked formation. Um, yeah, Leander Dendonka. You know, this, the new things, new players. We've seen Sace come in. We've seen Gibbs White giving a start. Sure. New, new approach, new tactics, different formation, different players, long throws. It's all new. At Newcastle, he started the game sort of back to normal three-four-three, mm-hmm. albeit with Traore up front, which again is something else he's tried. But then his changes, the substitutions, which you can't have you can't have said too often in the past eighteen months, is probably his major weakness. Poor substitutions and poor in-game tactical switches. You got this one right, Newcastle. He's tweaked it. Gibbs White come on in midfield. Then he put Gibbs White as kind of a sort of like a false nine, or yeah. certainly pushed up field in sure. more like a freer role. Matinho came on, so the substitutions work. Slight tactical change, and they've gone on and won the game. So you've got to say um, that th- this is the key going forward now. This adaptability, maybe a bit of squad rotation now. Is he going to rotate mm. the midfield three? You know, we may see say Matinho and Neves rotate a bit more. You could throw Dendonka into that mix, maybe. Uh. Gibbs, Gibbs White, we've seen uh, Jimenez and Jota into the game, sort of up front together on uh, at Newcastle. So this this flexibility and a, and more of a horses for courses approach, I think that's the way forward now. You know, we saw him select the same team and the same formation for what the first nine ten games in a row, whatever it was. That's great, and they were winning at the time. But now teams have started to work them out. You crowd them in midfield, you stop the wing backs, and you stop Wolves. So he's seen around that. 
that's that's what a good manager. Yeah, yes, he's kind of saying a few weeks ago, need to stick to his principles, and yes, he did. And I don't think he sacrificed those, but he's got to make tweaks. He's got to be adaptable. Mm-hmm. He's shown that he can do that. If there's more of that to come, then that's definitely a big plus for Wolves. Excellent. Shall we take some questions from that beautiful peeps? Okie dokie. Great stuff. Mr. David Evans, big fan. Mr. David Evans, we love him. The David Evans. The WWFC fan cast man himself. He says, very, very early to say, but will just say it anyway. Could Morgan Gibbs-White be the first Wolves player to go to an international tournament with England's senior squad since Mr. Stephen Bull, MBE? Sorry, read, read the first bit out again. Could Morgan Gibbs-White be the first Wolves player to go to an international tournament with England's senior oh, squad tournament. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. since Bully? Of course he could. Mm? Of course he could. Yeah. He's, he's been watched already and he's on their radar. And if he's starting regularly, he'll get mm. into the squad. In my opinion. I mean, when you say regularly he'll get into the squad, is that something that you could see, you could foresee sooner rather than later? Is it maybe ne- next year? If he, if he produces this level of performance while starting matches mm-hmm. between now and February, he'll get called up for the next squad. In my opinion. Really? That yeah. soon? Mm-hmm. Wow. I guess Southgate's not afraid to do it. He's done it with plenty of other youngsters, hasn't he? No, you know Phil, Phil Foden can get called up for barely being in the Man City team. Yeah, honestly, he'll he'll do it. We saw Mason Mount called up. If Gibbs White is starting regularly and playing as well as he is at the moment, he'll get called up. I've no doubt about that. Wow, who would have thought that? Okay, I'll give you I'll give you a question. Who gets called up first, Morgan Gibbs White or Connor Cody? Uh, well, I'll I'll counter what I just said by saying I don't think he'll start regularly in the next few months. I okay. I, I I would integrate him into this team now but I don't think Nuno will um, and I think I think Cody's probably still the more likely to get called up first Why don't you think he will get integrated into this team now because he spent bigger money on, on, on more big time players No I don't think so he's, he's not been afraid to drop Matinho and hasn't started Traore I don't think, I don't think money or profile indicates you start for Nuno at all But if you pick your best Wolves 11 today to beat Bournemouth you would have Morgan Gibbs White in it I would personally but I think Nuno loves his 3-4-3 and still and still massively believes in it and yes he's been flexible recently against Chelsea and a bit against Newcastle, but I still think it'd be 3-4-3 for the most part um, and for me Gibbs White doesn't quite fit into that formation yet Musings from Molyneux so no, It's not what I'd do No I, I know I'd have more of a 3-5-2 mm-hmm. with Gibbs White starting week after week and if you did that he'd get in the squad but I don't think that'll happen Music um, Molyneux asks, uh, yeah. will the both of you make it to episode 200? Ooh. Who falls first? Whose fault is it? Who forms a breakaway podcast with Luke Hatfield star? Nice. <laughs> 200, how long would that be then? So let's look, 52 weeks in a year. Let's say we do 45 a year because uh, with us being away. So that's another two seasons after this. Basically, basically, you're looking at the 20 what, 2020, it's, it's, 2021 season. It's about season. a couple of years away, isn't it? Yeah. That'll be... What? That'll, what? You, you still be here? Where are you going? Where, where are you going? I'm going nowhere. Oh, please. I've, seen, I've seen the letters and the offers. It's incredible. Where are you going? Um, I don't know. Um, baggies? Is, it, is this a Theresa May? I, I, I'm, I'm not going to be at the next election slash live podcast. We'll, we'll, we'll be here till the 500th, shaking <laughs> like that. And that's just, that's just due to um, lack of alcohol. <laughs> we'll be here, we'll be here. Don't you worry about that. Um, Dan Mason. But who, who is the more likely? Go to on, leave? Yeah. Um, I would say probably me. 
<laughs> yeah. You've just bought a house or an apartment. <laughs> you bought an apartment. I'm renting. Oh, you're renting an apartment. Oh, so I'm the one who's got basically the foundations is what you're trying to say. Yeah. You will come to building supplies, buy a house. You're more likely to go because... Um, I've got an American missus. You know, you don't know how many times they're going to get into your feet. We haven't gone down the kids' line yet. I, I don't know, peeps. I mean, do, do you want me to stay? Do you want Hatfield to come in? It's nothing to do with anything you mentioned there, but I know that there are, I know of several children's TV channels that are <laughs> scouting you right now. They they think you've got something in you. Oh, uh, dear. And it's not Ryan Bennett. <laughs> For people who missed that. Oh, goodness. Yes, Boomerang, to be fair, are, are on the blower. Get on Boomerang. Mm-hmm. Kids TV show. Yeah. yeah. Okay. No, you'd be what's your, what's your favourite kids TV show of all time? Thomas the Tank Engine. No, what is it really like? If you could watch one kids TV show, I'll just what would say it, it be? again. It's, it's Thomas not Thomas Engine. the Tank Engine, though, is it? It is. That, uh, anything, any kids TV show, animation, you don't have to have like plasticine or whatever it's made out of. Thomas the Tank Engine. Yeah. Oh. What's yours? 1000% Scooby Doo. Really? Oh, Scooby Doo is brilliant. Uh, it's a tired format, so predictable. Uh, saying that, you struggle with getting the villain. There's only two to choose from. <laughs> Dan good. Mason, do you think Josh's return to form is linked with Vinagra coming into the team in any way? It's a good shout, Danny Boy. Oh, Danny Boy. Danny Boy. Danny Boy. Tim gets knocked down. He doesn't get up again because he's absolutely smashed. Very good. Uh, yes, I do agree. Yeah, um, Johnny is not a byline player. He's not a left-footed player. I thought he, I thought he hindered Jota in the opening weeks. So yeah, I think um, I think that's a very fair shout. Just creates more space by its very nature. Jackie, Jackie asks uh, if God forbid Cody gets another yellow and thus gets suspended, who would play in his position? Well, this is this is a big one on Saturday. So Cody. Bennett and Jota all on a booking and if they are booked against Bournemouth they'll miss the Liverpool game now that's bad enough for most but it's um, it's not great for Conor Cody Liverpool fan former Liverpool player family are off Liverpool it's the big game for Cody and they don't play him away till oh no they, well they've got him in the cup, cup anyway but yeah still it's not the same anyway no, he won't I mean, play play him a couple of weeks later but that's fine probably won't play in that one um well, I suspect he'll put a weakened team in for that one. Mm. Oh, I don't know, you know. I, I think know. he will. I think he will. But anyway, um, it's it, this is the this is the big one. Friday night before Christmas, league game, full house. He won't want to miss that. But we, we shall see. Who comes in? Was that the question? Who comes in? Mm. Um, it's a well, it's a three-way toss-up between a man who can play in that position, Lender Dendonka. I was told when he. When he joined, he can play in Cody's role, Bennett's role, or as a defensive midfielder. Yeah. So he's an option. Mm-hmm. I would say uh, Bolly, Bolly can play anywhere along that back three. Yeah. Uh, Courtney Hawes would be an option. Um, and then the fourth option, actually, would be, would be Romain Sace. Um, who I don't, I don't want to see that option. Is a centre-half who can play out from the back. So who we'd pick, I genuinely don't know. Are you happy with Sace in midfield, though? Yeah, absolutely. Mm. But f- but for a one-off game, you know, who, who would it be? The, the the catastrophe would be if Bennett and Cody both get booked against Bournemouth, mm. and then you're struggling. Then you're probably looking at maybe Dendonka and Hawes both coming in. Sure. But if I was to put money on who would replace Cody, I would say they would bring Hawes in as left centre-half. Really? And maybe put Bolly as the sweeper. Wowzer. Very interesting. Okay. Uh, Paul Lappage, if there's a club, <laughs> if there's a clamour for a striker signing in January, 
Do you think Wolves should go in for 11 goals in one game sensation? Thomas Duffy. Nice, yeah. The next Jamie Vardy, oh, perhaps. This is also one of my highlights of the live poddy. Thomas Duffy, our first Instagram follower and now Instagram star. Star. So in attendance. I say it was a pleasure to meet him. What a lovely bloke. What a top man. Um, he hasn't let the fame go to his head. I thought he was very grounded. Um, you, I mean, you said to me afterwards, I mean, out of all the crazies, he was the most normal person there. <laughs> he's, still, he's, still, he's still got his two feet on the floor. Um, is 11, 11 for anyone who missed this last week Thomas Duffy has recently scored 11 goals in one game astonishing up front for Stafford Town tapped up by Newport he's turned him down local lad knows where his roots again, are again do you want to get into Newport in any more trouble than you already have done <laughs> it's incredible it's almost like you're desperate for them to get an FA charge <laughs> No, I think. Uh, think Why do you mention the, the ex Wolves manager as well while, while you're at it? Adam Proudlock, from the Wolves player. It's incredible. <laughs> Paul, he's got to. He's got to, he's got to provide for his kids and his no, wife. It's all, in, it's all in jest. Oh, it's all in it's jest. It's all in yeah. jest. There was no wrongdoing whatsoever. These are all allegations. Uh, no, Your yeah. Honour. <laughs> no, well done, Thomas Duffy, a superstar who's set for bigger and better things, I think. Okay. Sure. Um, the next Jamie Vardy, surely. Yeah, yeah absolutely. James, James York. I, I'll, I'll tell you what, if we do have some kind of like a... There's been talk of a five-a-side podcast uh, tournament with, with us and, uh, and Fancast and, and 77 Podcast and, and, and the like. Um, we would definitely have to recruit Duffy, I think, into that game. He'd be with us, 100%. Yeah, one, one million percent. Uh, we, he's ours. James York. Our Wolves light on wing-backs. Uh, there's a lot of questions here. Should really get a game against a lower-half team to keep him sharp? Is Jotter on course another 10 goals? Do we need to consider a forward in the January window? In brackets, no. Lots, okay. lots of questions. So let's 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 break it down. Are they light on wing backs? I think it's pretty evident that they are. So, so yes. Um, should Ruddy get a game against a lower half team to keep them sharp? You've got to think that, that Liverpool in the Cup will be his next game. Would you say that? And yes. That they, and he wouldn't do that unless there was a real selection dilemma and, and, and Patricia was going through... A disappointing time. Run agreed. Of agreed. Okay. Is Jota on course with the ten goals in the Premier League this season? They've played what sixteen games. Yeah. So there are quick maths twenty-two left. Mm-hmm. Is he going to score eight and twenty-two? I don't think so. No. But he, he might get close. Um, can Wolves get away with not signing a forward in January? Yes, because they're they're tenth in the Premier League, having with the squad that they've got. Mm. Um, and, I, and I predict there are improvements to come from them. This this run they went on five defeats out of six. That's not Wolves for me. No, no. that's not that's not uh, reflective of the team that they've got. I think I think they should be in the mm, top half. Mm. I think I think you're getting close to the minimum requirement. I mean, I, I think I said I'd, I'd take twelfth at the start of the year. I don't know. You know, having seen the league, there's no one else to be scared of out there. They're, no. they're one point below Everton. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, with the squad they've got, I think they need a little bit more depth. We've seen now potentially three suspensions here on the horizon. They will, I'm sure they'll pick, they're bound to pick up more injuries at some point, right? Have, have to. Surely. Surely. I don't know if we're saying it for 18 months. But, but, um, so, yeah, I think, they need, I think they do need an alternative striker because he's, he's lost faith in Bonatini. Um, Adam, when you have beans on toast, do you have your beans right. in a bowl and toast around the outside or the beans straight on the toast? I am... Um, <laughs> From one extreme to the other. I know. Two slices of toast. That's why we're not award-winning. Two slices of toast. Yeah. Buttered. Some, with yeah, buttered. Not yeah. He, not heavily, but buttered. Mm-hmm. And then uh, beans, kind of some some slightly on the bread because I like a bit of uh, soft toast. Yeah. 
and then the rest just piled around. Right. Uh, and then a bit of grated cheese on top. Oh, yeah, yeah, grated uh, cheese And a bit of sure. creme fraiche on the side as well. Creme fraiche? Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, 100%. Really? Mm. Beans on toast. Yeah, I, I used to have beans on toast back in back in the big days, but um, not not anymore. Um, but I would have I would have the same, but I would have all the beans on the toast with a few kicking around. Would you? But ge- cheese, but, but definitely grated cheese on top. Love that. Oh, yeah. fantastic, delicious. Mm. Lots of pepper, lots of ground yeah, pepper. Yeah, yeah, I'll give lots you that. Lots of salt, good to go. Yeah. Win win. Or a bit of paprika maybe. Stop that with creme fraiche and paprika. I don't know what you're doing there. <laughs> um, Rob Bell, what does your podcast audience shrink to after a loss or rise to after a win? Uh, it used to be quite up and down relate to results. We, we always go big for transfer deadline day is always mm. our biggest one. Mm. But of, of late, you know, keep an eye on the numbers. It's been pretty much the same yeah, every week. Yeah, it has, yeah. Three, between three and 5,000 every, yeah. every week. doesn't really vary too much anymore no, because we've got good. such a loyal fan base who we love. Absolutely. Can't emphasise that enough. Um, and videos as well. I've been looking at some of the video views that we do, um, and and they kind of stay the same. However, they did take a bit of a, um, a tick above, I think, for Chelsea Newcastle. I don't know if you'd look, but you probably get around twelve to thirteen thousand views for our for our videos. And um, when it's been a win, and it just depends. It depends on on so many variables. Whether it's an afternoon game on a Saturday or a Tuesday night game with people getting up the next morning, and you know. I mean, we really appreciate these views. We really should start actually taking this seriously, I think. Ah, sack that off. We're just having fun. We're having fun like the boys. It is great, though. It is great that the peeps come and, even when we're hungover at Compton the next day and we're not making any sense, Yeah. there's still 7,000 people watching it. Yeah, I, uh, yeah, I don't know why. No, no idea. Don't do it, don't. Um, okay, let's have a look. Oh, this is a good one from, from Haran Sandu. Um, which three members of the current Wolves squad would you want to go to Las Vegas Bender with or go on a Las Vegas Bender with? Which three members of the Wolf squad would you like to go on a Las Vegas Las Vegas bender with? Matt Doherty. Yeah, Doherty was quoted as saying, what did he say? He just got up and went straight out and then he'd be yeah. a bit of a party. I don't know, yeah. but he's not really a talker though, is he? I think he would after a couple of sherbets. Do you think? Yeah. Um, I'd have a dammer there, just for a bit of security, a bit of beef, just in case security, it got nasty. Nice. And um, then, if something kicked off fight-wise and, and yeah. you want to get involved in it and be at the, the centre of attention as normal. Or, or he'll just run away really quickly. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> um... And then I'd have Patricio to help attract the ladies. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I like that. I like that. Nailed it. Um, yeah, fair play, fair play. I'm trying to think who else I would have. Uh, mm, yeah, that's yeah, that's a, that's a good shout. But Cody, Cody would be a good crack, wouldn't he, on a night out? I mean, he's absolutely buzzing. He might annoy uh, you after a little bit, actually, at the to be best fair. Of times, Bouncing against the walls. Yeah, no, you, well, you need that in the group, don't you? To lift spirits, lift morale. Mm. Okay, yeah, I like that, I like that. Nuno? Uh, no. <laughs> Thomas Shelby, is there anything behind the Neves Tom, chat? The Thomas Shelby. The Thomas, and absolutely the Thomas. It says official Tom Shelby. Does it? Yeah, with a blue tick. Right. Um, Did you know what I'm talking about? No idea. Oh, yeah. It's the um, central character in Peaky Blinders. I know, it's got it's got a, a Peaky Blinders thing, but no, I don't think it is, because it's at Thomas3390355. Do you think he's a fan of the show? Um, well, I've never watched Peaky Blinders, so... Yeah. Any good worth watching? He's certainly come across that way. It's very good. Is it? Exceptional. I heard the, the accents are a bit dodgy, the American accents trying to be a I, bit... I don't think you'd notice. No? No. Okay. Is there anything behind the Nevis tattoo? Long-term commitment, question mark? No. No. Whether he's at Wolves for five more weeks or five more years, he's clearly loved his time um, and loves the whole Wolf thing. So, yeah, I don't think it's got anything to do with where he's going to be playing his football. Have you seen Bonatini's tattoo all across his chest as well? Go on. 
No, well, he's got like planets, all the planets in the solar system going up his side, and he's got this massive tattoo with different things going on around his chest. I think it's the same tattoo artist that Neves had. He's trying to say he's a waste of space. <laughs> He's on another planet at times. <laughs> Huge Wolf, um, have you gotten over your defeat to James Fielding yet? Uh, yeah. We did a Family Fortunes quiz of which Mr. Timothy Spears at the Live Wolves podcast was captain. Mr. James Fielden was 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 the other captain, and the Spears family lost two to zero. Mm. Well, I picked a terrible team. Oh, it was a I terrible mean, team. We had. Um... What was the first question? Um, most appearances in Wolves' history. Oh, top Wolves goal scores of all time. Top one Wolves goal scores of all time. Mm. No, yeah, no, I think, I think, yeah, the second one, the second question, mm. yeah, was um, top Wolves goal scores of all time. Yeah. So we got a couple, and then some lad who was very keen to take part said, "Bloody Dave Edwards." Oh, you don't need that, do you? I you mean, don't need that. You don't need that. I mean, it was funny, <laughs> funny for the banter for you. It was funny for the banter. But yeah, not great. No, and then I completely messed it up because my mind, my mind completely went blank. This way, I'd had a couple. Of I could have say you, might, you, you were gone by that point. It was second half, midway through the second half. That was when you were on the downtrend. <laughs> <laughs> no, I haven't got over it. Uh, Lewis, Robbins, and Joe. Uh, two questions, uh, but you can you can um, answer them side to side. Uh, does Bonatini and does Danny Bart still have a future at the club? Danny Bart's an interesting one. I mean, um, he's he was doing very well for your team mm-hmm. of late. I think he was back on the bench for the last game. But yeah, again, Villa had a stinker against Villa and back on the bench after that. Really, yeah, after, after a really good run of form, I think Villa have got the hoodoo on him. Story of his life over mm-hmm. the last last year or mm-hmm. two. So. I'm not. Sh- I'm not sure. I, th- I think. I think they've moved on without him personally. Yeah, which is, um, which is a shame for Danny. But how long has he got contract-wise? It's a good question. You put me on the spot, and I don't know. Sorry. But he's um, he's definitely at Borough for the season. Um, I would imagine. Mm-hmm. So hopefully, hopefully he'll continue to do well because he has been doing well up to that point, and um, and they'll sign him. I'll add Conor Ronan to that as well. Has Conor Ronan played his last game in a Wolves shirt? Um, no, not necessarily. I think I think he can come, come back in and. I could see him playing a cup game for Wolves in the future, but under Nuno, possibly, possibly I could, um, but I, I don't see him getting in the first team again, though. No, and uh, Bonatini. Yeah, he's just completely gone off him. Ironically, he did okay against Spurs. Um, contributed to both penalties, mm. made a good impact, and we haven't seen him since. So I don't think Nuno trusts him anymore. I don't think Nuno considers him uh, as an option for long term. Uh, at Wolves, Adam Bryan, have you and Judah ever fallen out with each other? If so, please tell us a story on how it happened. I don't think so. I don't, I don't think there's been a, a falling out as such. I mean, you probably, um, yeah, I'm sure, you, like you said, we've talked about it before. Looked at my, my looked at my texts or whatever, and just thought, I'm not replying to that. I'll wait. <laughs> you douchebag. <laughs> I haven't done that for a while. <laughs> well, last week. Um. I mean, I was I was at Molyneux at midday, writing out our script for the day. And uh, you rock at about three o'clock in the afternoon. No, that's not true. Well, no, but you know why. This is this is on the day of the live potty you were talking about here last we, week. We did we did we did have a structure. It was just filling in the content because we wanted to make it fresh. And obviously, we never script it anyway, so it's all good. Yeah, no, I had I had some work to do for the bloody paper oh. um, post Chelsea. But yeah, I can see it still annoys you. Unbelievable! Wow. It annoyed me because you took me to Asda about about thirty minutes later. <laughs> The Asda Cafe. Oh, wow. this guy was not happy. I still, I still use your car park though. I, t- I, t- I tell you what, even even for my lowly standards, mm. i.e., Dixie Chicken on Broad Street. Wow. The Asda Cafe was pushing it a bit. We had we had uh, chips, chips, sausage, and beans. Me and Luke Hatfield had. 
It was, you know, it wasn't great. It was and then Judah, Judah with his omelette. I mean, it looked like he threw like he throwed up, oh, thrown up was, on his plate. It was horrific. We we're trying to find uh, prizes for the for the podcast on the <laughs> in Asda, and I, I just got back. My dinner was ready. I got a text from Luke saying my dinner was on the table. Well, I mean, how you can call it dinner? It's unbelievable. The the peas look terrible. The omelette, oh. honestly. But this guy. <laughs> He forced it down him, but it was—it was like someone had taken a dump on your plate. It was gross. That's the way you looked at it. It was gross. It was—it was totally gross. Right. Um, last one because we need to move on. We are going over. We're so over actually. Goodness me, forty-seven minutes in here. Oh god. Um, uh, Chris Wood, uh, what are your Christmas traditions? Uh, I go to the Panto every year. Uh, do you? I've got my tickets today. Yeah. What for the Wolves Panto? Uh, Wolverhampton Grand. Yeah. Who's there? Doreen. It's always a real yeah. Doreen's on again this year. It's always. Fantastic. Is Doreen funny? By the way, I've never She's seen hilarious. her. She's hilarious. Is she? She had me crying last year. Are you joking? She's so funny. But because you're what not, is she? What is she? I because, don't understand. Because you're not from the black country. I'm not sure if you'd quite appreciate. She's she's. She's basically Mrs. Black Country. She's a typical black country woman. Right. She's it's a character. Oh, okay, okay. If you see okay. the woman in real life, it's a transformation and a half. Really? She's blonde, she's really happy, she's smiling. No. Lovely lady. Really? And then adopts this Dorian character, which I think is absolute genius, to be honest. So anyway, yeah, so she's at Panto. Is, is that her full-time profession, Doreen, then? Or does she she's got, like, job? she does website, videos, makes appearances. Is she? Yeah, yeah, she's absolutely nailed it. Timothy Spears and Nathan Tudor, always available for appearances. Birthdays <laughs> and children's parties. Uh, yeah, I do, do panto every year and um, I get to the same pub every year uh, on Christmas Eve with the same mates. Oh dear. And we've been doing it about 13, 14 years. So I used to hate going back to my local pub when I'm, when I'm back in my parents' house because you go, you say the same people from school who have never never ventured away from, from 10 miles, the 10 mile radius. They're still going to be there every other year, 20, 30, 40 years time. And you make the same small talk. You've really got no interest in having them. You've got to queue at the bar. It's 10 deep anyway. And you just be thankful to leave in the end of the night. So wow. I just don't I think go. These poor people. I mean, if there's, if there's one thing Judah hates, oh, it's, 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 it's lack of ambition. I have two, um, I, have, I have interest in two people outside of this, this, this Express and Star um, from, my home, from my hometown. That's Pete and Matt. Apart from that, I don't really care about other people. Don't really care too much. Staying true to his roots, everybody. Man Nathan of the people. Judah. Man of the people, Nathan Judah. Just a quick one as well. I said, man of the people. And uh, the missus didn't do any favours at the podcast. Um, everybody got a beer in hand, ready to go for the podcast. Just about to start. I go on stage. There's two reserved seats for the missus and her friend. Not Nowhere to be seen. I walk across, hoping she's got a pint in one hand or a beer or whatever. Rocks up with um, a, a, a bucket of uh, Veuve Clicquot champagne and two flutes. I'm like, excellent news. You're kidding. Man of the ladies. <laughs> Man of the ladies. Man of the ladies. Quite. Okay, um, right, let's move on. Thanks, um, peeps, from the questions. We are going to run over here, but you've got some emails, Tim. Emails. So 4,700 of you listen to our live podcast, plus 300 in the room. Thank you very much. Uh, yes, we have got some emails. Uh, Paul Mansell, one of our lovely regulars, he really enjoyed the live podcast. Oh, he said, excellent. take it on the road a few times a year is a great idea. Um, my question is about Helder Costa. Despite the assist on Saturday, I'm finding him very frustrating. He clearly has blistering pace and great skill, but we're not seeing this often enough. To me, it looks like a psychological issue, lack of confidence. Uh, do the first thing work with the sports psychologist? Yes, they do. Um, I surely it would benefit Costa, and we can see the player who Carla Kimi thinks is the best he's ever played with. That is a good point. Carla Kimi does think that. And a lot you ask a lot of the guys who's the best player in training, who's the best player they've ever seen in a wolf shirt in training, and they will say Helder Costa. So. It's about transforming that from the training ground to the pitch. And I definitely think it is a confidence issue. But he's never quite been the same consistent player since that injury either as well. No, it's true. Uh, Matt Landry. Gents, 
can't describe the joy your poddy and other musings have brought a life of dwindling interest in American sports. Love it. Which are, by and large, soaked in half-naked, objectified women and commercials. Mm-hmm. Judah knows what I mean. I do. As an American who played football growing up for a club in Michigan called Wolves, mm. who borrowed our colours and logo from Wolverhampton... Wow. <laughs> brave saying that in public. <laughs> borrowed. Um, <laughs> I got into Wolves a ways back. Does that make sense? A ways yeah, back. Yeah, yeah, that's fine, yeah. I loved following a team that had history, but was also mired in heartache. Judah will understand my connection with this sentiment, as I'm also a Detroit Lions fan. Oh, wow. Matt Stafford the, be worse this season. In the NFL? Yeah, they're dreadful, yeah. Is that the National Football League? Yes. Now that Wolves are in the big time, I can sometimes catch games without having to visit sketchy websites. Anyway, my question is, tell me... You visit a few sketchy websites in your time, by the way. Private. Tell, tell me... Incognito, please. Tell me, and I'd prefer you be to be as condescending as possible, <laughs> why American footballers suck so much. Obviously, they aren't raised to play in a creative fashion. Uh, the game from a young age in America being based on winning and not enough expression. But specifically, is it the vision, feel, touch? Honestly, Traore is starting to look like an American footballer to me. He's built like an American footballer. Yeah, why do American footballers suck so much? I mean, I, I wouldn't say they suck so much. I mean, I quite enjoy some of them. Some of them are incredible athletes, to be fair. I think some of the stuff they do off the field is is, is deplorable. And luckily enough, we, we have um, plenty of, uh, of decent, decent, upstanding individuals in the Premier League and, and lower leagues as well. I, want, I think that's a bit harsh a collective, in a collective term, but... Yeah, I do do agree with Traore. Is he built to be a footballer, by the way? What do you think? Do you think his, his physique holds him back a little bit? No, I don't think so. You don't? Uh, in terms why would it hold him back? Just because he's so muscular. Yeah. And he's so quick. Yeah. That I don't know, can he, can he... I feel like he, can he, can he... Does he cut inside as much as he should do? He's not a glider. He's not a straight line man. He's not a glider. He's more of a barger. Yeah. But it still works. It worked last season for Borough. A treat. He was, he was phenomenal. It was the championship. And, and he was the only outlay. He was basically pass it to a, a Traore. You've got no defensive um, no, no defensive responsibilities to hold you back and just go and run with the ball. And he just did it in a bit of a headless chicken kind of a way. But it worked because, you know, he, he didn't have any responsibilities anywhere else on the pitch. And I think that's the way forward for him from the bench. But Nuno's not going to do that to him, is he? He's not going to allow him to, to do that. He's always going to have a specific role in a specific No, but that's what I mean. From the bench, I think you can allow him to do that if you're chasing a game and you've got no defensive responsibilities. That's when we've seen him at his best. I remember his debut at Leicester away. They were 2-0 down. Just go and do your thing. And he, and he did it. Man City, in the, in the home game, really stretched the play. Wolves almost got a winner from what he was doing. Mm. That's the role for him for me. But he's gone away from that in the last few weeks. Um, Matt, Landry, Matt Landry also says when I vi- eventually vi- visit Wolverhampton for a game uh, where should I go to feel as little like a tourist as possible as in a, for a pub oh, uh, so it's, your, it's your question I've got no idea uh, yeah well the, the Hogshead is um, that's the place to be in it for the peeps is it is, prob- that, is that the best place to be after the game yeah it's bouncing in there is it win lose or draw they're singing busy. it's bouncing it's busy. very 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 busy Okay. even the outside area Yes. Oh, okay. Uh, Mere Arms as well, I would advise. Uh, thanks very much, Matt. Thank you. And Darren May says... Oh, Dazza. Dazza, Dazza, Dazza. The yellow cards have gathered up to four now, especially for Cody. Do we rest him to guarantee he plays against Liverpool? Are you mental? Uh, so that one. Uh, also, thanks for us to Tom Trubshaw for an email, which we won't read out. Oh, but yes, Tom, Trubs. you're a legend. You've sorted us out. Thank you very much to Tom Trubshaw. When are we, when are we doing that? Uh, I don't know, but yeah, we'll... we'll Soon in the future. We'll, oh, 100%. Absolute legend. Thank you so much, Tom. Absolute top man. 
moment. Tell you what, tell you what, Tim. One of one of one of the best moments I think in the podcast. We did we did a, a thing called heads and tails. Everybody stood up, heads and tails. Uh, interactive part of the night. We we got two people on stage who were left. Tim spun a coin, spun in the loosest form. No, I did it. I managed it. I managed it. I was, I, was, I was a bit worried about that. We had to rehearse, dress rehearse him, spin a coin because it was so bad. Um, anyway, two people on stage, and um, this was to, to win the chance to win an iPad, iPad Mini. Um, and Steve Dance uh, was was victorious in that game of heads and tails, predicting I think correct heads or tails coin probably about seven or eight times was it in a row. Yes. So very good. It should have been on the blackjack table or at the casino to, to back, uh, back red or black. But he won. And the chance for him to win an iPad was, can you choose the goal, first goal scorer in the Newcastle versus Wolves game? Who did he choose, Tim? Diogo Jota. He did indeed choose Diogo Jota. So, Steve Dance, we will get in touch with you later this week or early next week. You have won. Congratulations, sir. An iPad mini. So, peeps, who are a little bit jealous, it's coming up to Christmas, Tim. I mean... If, if you give an iPad Mini today, I mean, happy days. I mean, what, what a great Christmas present to give to someone or to have for yourself. Perfect. Unbelievable, right? Would you like to win one? Uh, no, I'd like someone else to win one. Okay, that's very, very kind of you, um, you gentlemen. So we're going to pick two games. First goal scores, all you do is retweet either myself or Tim's. Oh, God. Sorry, I was, just, I was just reading something. I was sort of listening to you. Wolves will put out their ticket prices for the FA Cup game. I can't believe you're just coming off like that. 35 quid in the Billy Wright. Oh, no, really? 30 quid in the Steve Bullupper and 27 quid uh, behind the goals. It's a bit naughty, that. that is, I mean, come on. On a Monday night, it's on Sky as well. Isn't playing it? Liverpool two well, weeks it's on, earlier. It's on TV. Playing Liverpool two weeks earlier. It's on BBC, Monday night. Oh, come on, guys. Yeah. I mean, for cup, for cup games, they tend to bring it down to a tenner almost exclusively every single time but I guess because it's Liverpool they ramp the price up are you going to send no, a bit of good. a condescending tweet out or having a, having a go or you just say it on this podcast and then, then crawl, under your, crawl under your rock no I'll have my say yes come on Tim love that so anyway retweet myself or Tim's uh, Tim's tweets on the podcast okay Tim can you give me a first goal scorer please Wolverhampton Wanderers Against Bournemouth. Uh, we'll go back to Jimenez, I think. Okay, Raul Jimenez. Yes, very good. I'm going to go Manchester City versus Everton. And I shall go for Raheem Sterling to be the first goal in that one. Retweet. We shall choose a lucky winner. And if those two combinations happen, you shall win yourself an iPad mini. Right, before we discuss the Bournemouth game, shall we go on to what was a, an exceptional part of the, of the live podcast last Thursday, Tim? It is a piece of the week. A piece of the week. Abuse of the week. It's abuse of the week. Ka 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 ka. Remember, get your abuse of the week mugs live from Waterstones from. 10 a.m. 10 a.m. Um, to 1 p.m. Uh, Wolverhampton on Saturday. So, Tim, some abuse. I mean, it's not going to rival the abuse of the week live that we had, but um, I understand you've got some some, some not-so-nice comments. Just the one. Oh. But it's worth it. Oh, goodness. Uh, some people might have seen this horrendous, horrific account called Stubbsy, uh, who was banned, I think, from Twitter for a while. Um, Stubbsy Droids, he was called. Oh yes, Rings tweets, a bell. tweets in capital letters. He's an utter buffoon. Is he? He's an absolutely disgusting individual. Wolves fan. 
I don't know. He calls himself Stubbs WWFC. He's the lowest of the low. He's utter vermin. What, what about if he came up to the Wolves podcast and gave you a hug and said, oh, I'm Stubbsy, what would you do? I'd stab him in the back. Oh! No, no, no. There's some of the stuff he tweets, uh, particularly to James Fielden, is unbelievably really? crass, insensitive, rude, and downright despicable. Really? Yep, seriously. Oh. Anyway, um, I don't really probably shouldn't be giving any attention whatsoever, but this is the only abuse you got this week, so here it is. Okay. Uh, people pay money to see Tim Spears mm. and bragging about it, taking group picks off to see the Spears show like he's some like he's effing Jim Davidson. You effing weird, sad bastards. Wow! <laughs> Pretty good one, though. Pretty good. Yeah. He was there as well, wasn't he? Probably, yeah. Probably, yeah. Paying his money. Incredible, yeah. incredible. You know what they do? People having a go at you, they really love you. They love you. They're just desperate because they're not including the inner sanctum. Mm. That's why. And what a sanctum it is. Oh, it's it's a fantastic sanctum. Um, to be in, right. Okay, Bournemouth at home. Yes. Uh, right. I mean, look. Bournemouth eighth in the table, but but dropping dropping as we kind of like predicted, I guess eighth in the table. Wolves could leapfrog over them, only a point behind them in the table. Um, we look at the last six games, uh, and Bournemouth uh, won one, lost four, um, some heavy defeats in there, with the only win coming against Huddersfield. Uh, saying that though, Tim, I mean, look, they, they have had a poor run of form, but they've yep. lost to Liverpool, they've yep. lost to Manchester City, yep. they've lost to Arsenal. So you know, look, and Man United. Pardon? And Man United. Okay, and Manchester United, yeah. Um, so, you know, it's not as bad as it seems really, is it? Well, Wolves have just been on a run of five defeats out of six mm-hmm. that Bournemouth are now on, mm-hmm. so we know how quickly that can change. Yeah. Um, yes, they play very good opposition in that time. Callum Wilson, big miss for them last week against Liverpool, but he's expected to be back, I think, for Saturday. Yeah. Um, him and Ryan Fraser, are the very clear danger men. I mean, I think Bournemouth's... One of the biggest, if not the biggest, success story in English football in the last kind of 10, 15 years. To go from where they've been, bottom of the barrel, under the same manager. I know he left briefly, but that's a phenomenal story. Yeah. I, think, I think they get underplayed massively because they're on the south coast and they've only got 10,000 fans mm-hmm. every week. I, mm-hmm. think, I think they get ignored. The story is unbelievable. Yes, they've got a bit of money behind them, but the way that they've done it, huge success story. Fair play to them. But I hope Wolves beat them on Saturday. And I think they've got a good chance of doing it. But if they can take the confidence and the momentum from the Newcastle game, if they can if they can start the uh, Bournemouth game with the same team that finished the Newcastle game, give or take, I would bring Sace for Neves. That's the way I'd do it. I'd have I'd have Bennett, Cody, Bolly, back three. Doherty, Martino and Sace sitting with Vinagre on the left. Gibbs White as a Roman number 10. And then Jota playing off Jimenez up top. I think that's the way to do it. Um, I'm not sure he will do that, but can Gibbs White not play on that right hand side? He can, maybe cut inside and drift mm. inside, perhaps. But the Roman role is the best one for him if they can if they can fit him in. Doherty does enough down that right flank, I think, for me personally. I, I kind of like the way they were set up against Chelsea with um, with Jimenez and Jota up front, but kind of playing wide, and then yeah. you've got a gap for Gibbs White to push into. I thought it went really well. I'd like to see it again. So hopefully he does that. We'll see. But there's a massive opportunity here. We can't get ahead of ourselves and we can't presume anything given what's happened in recent weeks. No, absolutely not. if Wolves were to win, then they will overtake Bournemouth. They will surely overtake Everton, who are away at Man City. Um, Leicester away at Crystal Palace. That's a tough game. Yeah. And Man United are in sixth, four points ahead of Wolves. They go to Liverpool. Goodness me. So you look at Man United and Everton going away to the top two teams... 
You look at Wolves possibly overtaking will overtake Bournemouth if they beat them, and then you look at Leicester with a tough game at Palace. They could be they could be in seventh place, one point off sixth come Sunday night. They could be. If now obviously wrong to assume anything, but there's a big opportunity here. I don't want them to waste it. I don't want them to lose to Bournemouth and be back in the bottom half of the mm. table, thinking what might have been because if they'd have won those Newcastle, um, those that Huddersfield. And, um, no, Huddersfield and Cardiff, Cardiff games, then they would have been sixth, I think, at the time. And it yeah. was oh, bloody hell if they'd have won those two. We don't want that. We don't want to miss nope. the opportunity. They've got Liverpool at home the week after. I think that's a tremendously tough game to get points out of. I think that'll be the toughest game of the season. So they need to beat Bournemouth. Yeah, you want them to, to put on like a like a Burnley display, don't you? One of one of those yeah. kind of displays. And I think if they do, then, then they will win. From the off, front foot, mm-hmm. getting their faces, early chance. Get an early goal. Early goal would be perfect. Um, and... and Hopefully beat them handsomely. And then you yeah. go to, to Fulham on Boxing Day buzzing against against potentially, well, probably uh, the bottom bottom side in the Premier League. Yeah, exactly. And then um, then they can get to Spurs full of confidence. And then they've got Palace at home in, in early January. So um, really, really important big game for me. We don't want any more of this inconsistency, ups and downs. If they can play to their potential, then they can beat Bournemouth. Which uh, leaves me with, with one question and one question only. I shall answer my question first and leave it to the main man himself to finish the show. It is Wolverhampton Wanderers. It is Bournemouth. I'm going to say Wolverhampton Wanderers 2, Bournemouth 1. Timothy Spears. I think they're legit 1-0. 1-0, not classic, but no. get the job done. Clean sheet so. would be nice. Yeah, it would be nice. It's been a while. Mm, has been a while. Um, we shall see you in a while we shall see you in a week's time Uh, from myself from Tim we shall be at Molyneux on Saturday have a great weekend three points come on the boys take care bye bye